Okay. Good to see all of you. We're here not mainly to hear me speak, but for God to hear us all pray. But I am going to speak very briefly. I hope you brought your Bible. Uh, I'm going to read a brief text with which most of you here are familiar from James chapter 5 and make one main point. I could make uh, seven main points and speak for three hours. I'm not going to do that. You'll be happy to hear. One main point from uh, James chapter 5. James is in many ways uh, the book of Proverbs for the New Testament canon. It's full of wisdom uh, in the New Covenant, and I would urge you to read it. In fact, uh, it wouldn't be bad to read the book of James at least every couple of months. Some people think it's somehow an inferior book. <laughs> it is a part of the canon and is God's inspired and infallible word. There are things you will read in James that you won't get other places in the Bible, so I would urge you to read it. But we're just going to read verses um, 13 through 18. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. I'm going to stop briefly and say that's not a suggestion. That's a commandment. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses, sins one to another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. That's an astounding passage, if you'll think about it. Um, the Bible as a book seems very uh, remote to us, the events of the Bible, the statements of the Bible, living as we do in the, um, well now into the 21st century. Uh, the Bible is remote not just chronologically, I mean from 2,000 to 3,500 years ago, but also culturally. These things seem far, far away from us. But perhaps more than that, The Bible seems very far away spiritually. One particular way is that as we look at characters in the Bible, particularly godly characters, they seem to be uh, ethereal to us today for some reason, to float above the realities of history. Uh, The Roman Catholic Church has not been helpful in this regard, as in others, by canonizing saints, often depicting them with pictures of great illumination, and uh, almost angelic individuals. And we have the impression, well, I could never be like that, but I can look up to these biblical characters. They're not like me. I could not live as they lived. But in some way, in a faint way, they could be an example to me. Well, I can assure you that according to this passage, that is emphatically not true. We read about Elijah and we think about his mighty prayer, the one answered 
and are mentioned here. He prayed because God's people had committed idolatry. And he, praying on the authority of the book of Deuteronomy, prayed that it would not rain. And uh, time, at the time, of course, very agricultural society was dependent on uh, rain, and it did not rain. God answered that prayer. The prayer of one man. The prayer of one man over nature. And uh, then, of course, we think about the widow's son. Uh, I won't go into the story because of time that God used. He raised him from the dead. He cried out to the Lord. The language used in the Hebrew is powerful. He cried out to the Lord to heal him, and God healed him. And then, of course, perhaps even more famous is his on Mount Carmel, the great contest with the prophets of Baal, and he, and he called down fire from heaven. And so we think about those things and how remarkably extraordinary they are, and we say, oh, isn't it wonderful that we have heroes to look up to? We're not like that, but it's great that we have heroes like Elijah. And yet... James, inspired by the Spirit, says in verse 17, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Now here's the point I'm making, and it's really the only point I'm making, and it's this. While the Bible does not say that we necessarily will get these specific prayers answered, because every prayer has a unique historical situation, this kind of dramatic answer to prayer and God's demonstrating his greatness and answering his prayer to his people should be a part of the Christian life and the normal Christian life. We look around us today and we see such unbelief and the church often is in such uh, weak, effete, tepid shape and we say, oh, the Bible is on a, such a much higher plane. The experience of the Bible is on a higher plane. We can never achieve that but if you'll think about it, what you're really saying is that the Bible is ineffectual or the Bible is not true. Either this text is true or it is not true. And if it is true, that brings an uncomfortable point in our own lives, in my life and yours. The problem is that with the world, it's with us. We have the capacity by God's grace and his spirit to live up to the kind of standard that we see in the word of God. And all of the people who say, well, this is unique and we can't do it. Some of them are called, you may have heard, dispensational. Others don't believe in the continuation of God's great work and his spirit and so on. I'd like to say very humbly that's a very uh, convenient theology to have to sort of justify a very weak and mediocre kind of Christian life. All I am suggesting to you about prayer is this. In the Bible... When people prayed with great faith and were walking with God and trusted God, God did some remarkable things. Now, the Bible, as I said last week, does not teach, if you in the totality of the Bible, it certainly does not teach that every Christian will get every prayer answered. It does not. But I can assure you the default position is that God's people in the Bible, when they prayed in faith, when they prayed in genuine faith, God answered them. That's, that's the, that is the biblical position. So I would ask you, when you pray, as when we pray tonight and when you pray by yourself, trust God, keep persevering. If he doesn't answer right away, the Bible's very clear, we must persevere in prayer and keep persevering and keep persevering. One of our dear ladies, uh, one of my dear, dear friends asked me to pray for her during church yesterday, has had a malady for... Years and years, and we prayed, and God has not yet answered. And you know what I told God? 
I said, I'm going to keep praying until you answer. There's nothing wrong with that. He said, keep on praying. Keep on praying and keep on praying and keep on praying. You say, but it's been such a long time. Yes, the Bible actually, Jesus himself actually told a parable about that, about continue to knock. Keep on knocking. And it's amazing what God will do. So I would say in closing, do not be discouraged. Those who pray in faith get the vast majority of their prayers answered. I conclude with this. There was a a Canadian uh, teacher, I believe he was just a school teacher a number of years ago, read the Bible through, I believe, 27 times. Most people don't ever read it through once. 27 times just looking for and accounting for those who prayed and God's answers to prayer. According to his reckoning, 70% of the prayers of God's people in the Bible, 70% were answered. And that's only the ones that we know were answered. Perhaps there are others that the Bible didn't tell us they were answered. That's a pretty good record. 70% of the prayers prayed by God's people were answered. So I would urge you, if you have, for your family and for this wonderful church and in your individual life, continue to pray with great perseverance and pray in great faith, trusting that God will do exactly what he said he would do. Let us not be, and many Christians are this way, many Christians are operational agnostics. They believe the word of God in everything, except when it comes to prayer. But my friends, the Bible is the inspired and infallible word of God, and the same word that says that God created this world, do you believe that God created this world and all things in it? The Bible also said, that same Bible says that God will answer the prayers of his people. Father, bless us now as we pray. Come down upon us in a way that we cannot yet understand. I pray, though we will persevere in prayer, that even this week before Sunday, that you answer some very specific prayers. Lord, not just because you love us, though you do, and you are kind to us. But Lord, when you answer prayer, you demonstrate your great might and your great power. Lord, do that. Demonstrate that for us. We're trusting that you're going to do it, Lord. We're not going to let you go until you do it, Lord. You may as well do it, Lord. We're not going to let go. We pray it, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, our Savior and Lord and King. Amen.